Alongside notions of perpetual outrage stands some people's tendency to, at least on the surface, be offended by everything they stumble across these days. Outrage and offence have a fairly cause and effect relationship in this respect. It usually goes, idiot is offended by something that doesn't conform with our worldview. Idiot then spews outrage into our respective atmospheres, cause and effect. I suppose one of the pitfalls of modern life is that we're all just one stupid moment taken out of context away from being that idiot, potentially on a viral scale, offending people and generating outrage, whether we meant to or not. How often in your daily life do you think you see or hear something along the lines of, I'm offended by that? Maybe it's at work, maybe it's online, but it wouldn't be hard to say that it's a daily occurrence for at least some years. The question for me is, what does that even mean? 100% of the time I meet this sentiment, my brain automatically translates it into roughly, that thing you just said hurt my feelings. Good. Offence for me is a totally fictitious concept in that it comes solely from you. You literally invent it in your own head. It just so happens that we all use the same word to describe the process. You can obviously be nudged in one direction or another by various forces at times, but the choice is still ultimately yours. To put it another way, it's impossible to offend someone who chooses not to be offended by anything. If you're really as sensitive as some of the outrage surrounding a contemptual grasp of being offended suggests, you probably deserve to be doing this to yourself too. The world's a tough place. Like, How much are you really going to try and carry around with you? And that's not to mention, it's basically the type of response I'd expect for a child on the end of some mild name-calling. I'm not saying there aren't things out there that aren't genuinely offensive, but it feels like those who scream the likes of Snowflake and Cuck the most are then the easiest offended when it's their turn. I don't know about you, but they also often hold the most abhorrent views in my experience of them too. Their ideas of what it is and isn't offensive are a bit of an oxymoron, like you can't really be a defender of an idea of free speech and expression, for example, while also advocating for punitive measures against those who disagree with you. Mainly because, like loads of places now, you get racists running rampant, protected by rights that they want those in power to remove from people that are arguing with online or elsewhere. In this form, taking offence is nothing more than trying to mitigate for hurt feelings under the guise of a legislative process. I wonder how much of this type of offence is genuine, and how much it is just point scoring. An example for this week was seen at CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference. It's basically an American right-wing talking shop that dates back to the days of Reagan. The rhetoric on display was clearly intended to be offensive to some, but I think they missed the mark. I think they were actually inadvertently pretty funny. The speakers at this event had before them an audience so frightened of one woman's veganism that they were able to argue the other side wanted to get rid of cows completely. Several times. This was an audience so distraught with the concept of abortion, the phrase post-term abortion was uttered multiple times in even on TV. Now, think about the literal interpretation of that phrase, post-term abortion. It means aborting babies after they've left the womb. It's... 
and modest proposal levels of hyperbole. I feel a reasonable mind might easily consider itself offended by this type of chat, but I never said I was looking to be reasonable here. If anything, there's definitely comedy to be found in it. How else can these examples be seen but as ridiculous and absurd? US conservatives claim in essence that their rights to free speech, religious expression and gun ownership are under attack. It's rarely ever really been the actual case though. But admitting that doesn't motivate your base, neither will it keep you in office. But the end result here is that there's actual grown-ups so offended by the perceived assaults on their way of life that they'll willingly believe that the opposition want to take meat completely out of the food chain and literally kill newborn babies. Now, as grim as that is, it's also pretty fucking funny. Um, this is true of all notions of offence. It's a concept invented by people who are emotionally illiterate to the point they can't articulate their unhappiness with ideas in any other terms. It's an illogical reaction to potentially logical concerns. And like with outrage, offence is obviously amplified on social media, but do people claiming offence really think anything anywhere will change if they and their seven Twitter followers send long, almost certainly grammatically incorrect emails to every CEO in the country? Some do. And that's also pretty fucking funny. You know, action by PR departments and the likes in the face of potential damage to a brand as a result of causing offence are nothing more than an act of patronisation either. I mean, look at the Gucci blackface thing recently. Everyone in the modern world knows to some degree or other that any representation of blackface just isn't acceptable for obvious reasons. Did a worldwide brand utilising layers of designers, buyers and executives backed by marketing market research and PR bills that would make your eyes water really not get what they were doing? Like, I've got to say that I doubt it. And it's the same thing with the Katy Perry racist shoes as well. How did both get it so wrong on the same thing so closely together unless it was deliberate? The answer's easy. It probably was deliberate. And it wouldn't be the first time that controversy was intentionally quoted. Like the old adage of about there being no bad press goes. The news coverage of their new lines reached more people than any ad campaign ever would have. Even the subsequent apologies in these situations are often fake. It usually goes along the lines of, we're sorry, it was misjudged, and this is an important learning moment for our organisation. In actual fact, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a book full of standard apologies at every PR company in the world. You know, like Bibles and hotels. They just copy and paste something for the appropriate section every time they're about to offend a section of society. So now I'm left with the thought, if the scandals that cause offence are often designed to do exactly that, and the audience's reaction is a given no matter what crazy shit you say, and the reaction you get is also mostly fake or exaggerated for effect, what the fuck is the actual point? Maybe if we weren't constantly forced to play this bullshit game, we'd actually get something useful done. Just a thought. By way of sign-off, I'd like to take a moment to say, if any of this has left you or someone you know feeling offended or outraged, tough. Also, go fuck yourself.